welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. Healing Courageously. Yeah, healing Courageously. I'm trying that's not to do healing. No, that's beautiful. Healing okay. is such a calming word when you hear it like that. So. It can be kind of, yeah. yeah. You just sit back and take a deep breath in, let the air heal your lungs. And yeah. Take healing. In a, take in the surroundings strange. around you. And let your mind be healed by the peace that surrounds you. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, really good. You know, healing is good. So, yeah. um, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So this is uh, April, the month of Child Abuse Prevention Month. Yep. And it's, um, it's a subject that's not fun to talk about, that a lot of people would rather not hear about, that a lot of people would just brush underneath the rug. And... Kathy and I are very passionate about this for obvious reasons, mm -hmm. and uh, we're here to more uh, more than anything make everybody aware of the devastation that uh, abuse causes, whether it's emotional, physical, spiritual, or sexual. It's mm -hmm. all abuse, and it all <clears throat> it all affects the spirit of the child within us. Right, and you know, even even though we're talking about you know being a child abuse, this this happens it, even in an adulthood as well. So we we don't want to yeah. minimize those that may have had the effects of abuse in their uh, young adult or adult life. So we don't want to, yeah, teenage years. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to, yeah. we don't want to lose um, the fact that this is just about children, but abuse is abuse across the board. Uh, no matter what the age is, it affects us all in very much these manners. The same manners yeah. So uh, week one, we talked about what is abuse. We shared what is abuse, the different types of abuse, Week two, we talked about the signs of abuse, yeah. uh, things to look for mm -hmm. in a family uh, member, a friend, children in your school, children in your church. Um, you know, that, that might be things. Your neighborhood. That, yeah, your neighborhood. It, 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 you know, within your own home. I mean, it, it might be things that people just think, well, that's just part of growing up. And that's yeah. just, he's just being a teenager. They're just being a kid. But, you know, and it's not that they're all signs. Right. You know, but it's, it's making us aware of what right. to be aware of and what to look for so that we can um, get some help for these people oh, yeah. that it, have been it, abused. We don't want to ignore it. Start asking the hard questions. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to ask, but it's it's better to ask a question than not ask it and find out later that your 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 beliefs were right that in one way, shape, or matter yeah. they were being abused. And sexual abuse right now is it's, it's running rampant in this in this in the United States, all, actually all over the world. Yeah, yeah it really so is. We have to be careful. Yeah. Well, this week we're going to dive into um, who is or who are the perpetrators, and you know when I first heard this word perpetrator, the first thing that comes to mind when I was probably in junior high or high school, you hear, oh, he's a perp, you know, and I used to. That's what I related to that word to. But as I became more educated and understood what the word perpetrator means. Yeah, a perpetrator is a perp, and mm -hmm. they they uh, unfortunately act in the same 
function uh, that happens when people are abused. Yeah, and, and people hate hearing the word perpetrator, but here's the deal is that we've got so far away from telling the truth anymore. Yeah, that's uh, right. And we have to call it what it is. Yeah. The man, the man or woman is a perpetrator. They have uh, abused uh, a, an adult male, an adult female, an adult, I mean, a child, you yeah. know, um, they're perpetrators. They're perpetrating. Actually, what they're perpetrating is terror upon these people. Yeah. They, I, I heard that when I was in treatment. Randy, you're a terrorist. I go, what do you mean I'm a terrorist? <laughs> I'm, I'm right. But I'm, I was terrorizing my family. They're terrorizing these kids. Yeah. And I'm just going to give you the dictionary reading of what perpetrator is just for clarity. Yeah. Uh, it's a person who carries out a harmful, harmful, illegal, or immoral act. So there you are. It's pretty obvious that people that are harming children, that are harming adults, that are harming, um, you know, young adults, that is exactly what they are as a perpetrator. So Randy, why don't you start out? Why don't you, let's just jump into this. Who okay. are the perpetrators? And um, the perpetrators. Um, for those of you that think, well, you know, they'll get over it. It happened when they were young. They'll forget about it. They'll get over it. No, no, no. I'm sorry, but they might get over it for a period of time, but eventually it comes out and it comes out. So the perpetrators. Yeah. And there are going to be some people that you don't probably wouldn't think about, right? So according to Megan's Law and Crime Victims Center, 93% of juvenile sex assaultants, assault victims know their perpetrator. 93%. percent. 93%. Wow. 34.2% of the perpetrators were family members, and 58.7% were acquaintances and family, and only 7% knew, uh, were strangers to the victim, okay? Um, so it happens in our, it happens in our own home. It happens at the soccer fields and the baseball fields. The churches. Well, the churches and all that. So Schools. That's, for example, you got to understand that a perpetrator will groom people for up to, they say, for up to five years. So maybe you're in and, and single moms, right? Yeah. They're at the most risk of having their children abused by a stranger that they bring into the house. Right. I'll just give a quick example how that works. So you're a single mom, you're taking your kids, your, your son, your daughter, to the baseball field, they're practicing all the time. You're doing your best to be there and, um, you might have a cousin or an uncle or maybe just some guys that's been known to be around the baseball field and they're they're there watching whose whose father's there and whose isn't right so who's might, just dropping their kids off and who's right, not exactly. i mean i know we as moms get busy and when you have several kids that is a heavy task to to bear right. but then what happens is is this guy will pick up on it it could be an uncle or cousin who knows? It could be a baseball coach, and they notice that dad isn't there all the time, and a boy needs his father there. And so the 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 the, the, the perpetrator will make friends with mom, and then say, "Hey, you know, why don't I take your boy for pizza with the team today? You can go ahead and go home. I'll take care of him." She, you know, this I'll happens. Bring him home, yeah. Bring, bring him home, right? Or it happens over and over again, and everything seems pretty cool because he's building trust. He's he he he's um grooming not only the, the child but the mother and then maybe a year or so down the line when this trust is really built up he'll go okay hey, i'm gonna go camping this weekend 
with a couple of friends and we're going to go out and go camping and fishing and be okay if I take your son with us. And the mom goes, well, yeah, I, I think that'd be great. He needs, he needs to do that with you know, a father figure. So they go a male camp, figure. A male figure, right? So they, they go out camping, right? And unbeknownst to the child or the mother, the first night at camp, the boy's molested. He's not going to say nothing because he needs a father figure in his life. And whatever, whatever means the perpetrator wants to use to scare him to death, he's going to use. So he's not going to say nothing. And therefore, he's abused. And the shame starts, and the whole cycle starts, and it gets worse from there. Mm -hmm. So, and those, or, those things can go on for several years before anything may be said, or it stops. Or it stops. It right. just stops altogether. But even if it stops altogether, the damage is already done. No, that's yeah, my point: yeah. is that the child, male or female, may never say anything, right. even though it's no longer happening. So it's, but the damage is done. The child has been affected. And they carry that the rest of their life yeah. until they are strong enough, brave enough, have enough courage to say something. Or something happens. Or something happens something. where they, they're almost forced to say something. See, in, in the instance of me, my father had just died like a month before. And the man that was to be my stepfather played that game on me. Hey, I know it's hard, you know, being without your dad, but I'm going to be here for you and I'll make sure you're okay and blah, 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 blah. And, then he started molesting me, and as we left, he goes, don't tell nobody, it's going to be our little secret. Well, why would I tell anybody? Because I just lost my father. I'm I'm craving a, a father's attention uh, and love, so why am I going to say anything? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, awesome, moving on. Offenders are overwhelmingly male, ranging in age from adolescence to elderly. That's from the National Center for Crime, Victims of Crime. I'm sorry, National Center for Victims of Crime. Nearly 70% of child sex offenders have between one and nine victims. Mm, that's, okay. a, that's, that's frightening. That's frightening. Okay. One's enough. Have a nine. At least 20% have 10 to 40 victims. Wow. It all comes from Elliot, uh, M, and Brown, K. Uh, Kilcoin. Kilcoin, right? 1995. Child sexual abuse prevention that of what offenders tell us, child abuse and neglect. So that's a book. Okay. The average serial child molester, the average child molester, serial child molester, may have as many as 400 victims in his lifetime. 400. Now, Look, this isn't talked about. It comes out when somebody gets molested in Hollywood or, or some star or whatever. But you know what? This is happening every single day in this world. Right. right? And it could be happening to one of your children and you don't know. If you think about the, 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 the statistics of one or four boys and one or three girls, and we feel it's more like one or two straight across the board. Yeah, there's a good chance you yeah. know somebody. So somebody in your circle, regardless is being sexually or sexually abused or has been or has been but is also being if they're sexually abused they're also being emotionally abused or spiritually abused, yeah okay um it is estimated this is a good one right yeah it's estimated that women are the abusers and about 14 percent of the cases reported that comes from the national center for victims of crime and you always hear 
No, 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 no. How can a woman sexually mm -hmm. abuse a child? Well, I have, I have something on that. I mean, if you think about it, if we really think back, how many times a year do we read in the news that a female teacher yeah. has yeah. sexually abused one of her students right. or more of her right. students? Right. Um, I can't even think of what that, Mary something or another. Oh gosh, I do a blank now. But that was years ago and she ended up marrying her student when right, he became right. an adult they had children together they've since divorced um but that happens a lot yes. right you know think about how many times a year do we see that and now that again that's only what we see on the news it's probably happening way more than that especially if if uh 14 of the abusers are women right exactly you know, that's just what we're what's being reported again and then the report that only 10% of all cases are even being reported. Exactly. And, I, you know, a lot of these statistics come off my sexual abuse website page, but they, they apply pretty much straight across the board. They're not exactly the same, but they're really close um, straight across the board. And can I just share to you what, what I've learned or in, through you and through your journey is when it's a woman that is abused, yeah. for example, the teacher abusing the uh, young boy typically they're preteen, adolescent or teen these these young boys aren't going to say anything because no. it's almost like there's that attaboy you yeah. you know you've got yeah. an older woman that's showing you attention yeah um and so they kind of come off with that chip on their shoulder to begin with but it's several years later if not years later that they realize how much that abuse affected them in their preteen years because now it's created expectations of what relationships should look like what sexual well relationships should look like that's true and you know like you said dad a boy and you know all their schoolmates hey man i can't believe it high five and oftentimes not all the time oftentimes dad is going that's my boy man can you believe that happened oh, that's um, sad. and that's 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 the truth right but then Sometimes. I've also I've also talked with men, right, that have been sexually abused by women that absolutely hate women and despise them as a result of what happened yep. to them when they were a teen or young or, or, or child being molested by women. I mean, it scared the crap out of them. Yeah. I well mean, they just have they they there's been so much unhealthy um things that have happened that how could you expect them not, to feel any different not, in some yeah. cases. So so, um, here's one. Um, this comes from Abel G, 1987, August, the child abuser. How can you spot him? Red book number 100. Most men, now, most men who molest little boys are not gay. Okay, I mean, they got to be gay. I've sat in a rehab talking to guys. They got to be gay. Why else? They're, I'm telling you, they're not gay. They're not all gay. It's mm -hmm. like, well, why would they be doing it if they're not gay? Blah, blah, blah. I go, it's a Your disease. Your stepdad wasn't? And my stepdad wasn't gay in any means. He no. was just a sick man. All right. Only 21% of the child molesters we studied, okay, this is the, the Able G, we studied who assault little boys were exclusively homosexual. Nearly 80% of the men who molested little boys were heterosexual or there was some bisexual in there, which is still, I mean, and most of these men, this is the sad part. Mm -hmm. Most of these men were married and had children of their own. Yeah. And they're going around molesting other kids. Well, it's or no maybe different. probably their own. Yeah. 
yeah well very possible that you know that was your stepdad's story right there. oh yeah absolutely. he was a married man uh-huh. who had abused not only you but we found out later at least a couple of your nephews that we know of and he was married and had children of his own yeah. so if that's he but falls right into that category and, and i know he at a minimum physically abused his, his boys, his, his boys. Yeah. and i don't know what he did to his daughter to the girls yeah. yeah so um it, it's not it, you know and it, the, the hard part is is when it's a family member uh, they, they don't want to say nothing we don't want to destroy the, the family, family right yeah. it's like well the family's already destroyed let's, yeah. let's get the child help and let's even get the perpetrator help i right. mean I, I, I said with a I, I don't know if i said this on one of our first shows or not but I was I was at a, a place in a Thousand Palms where they had um, one traffic traffic girls where we did they were put in places I don't even know where they were at but they had a lot of abuse victims in, in the in the facility and I remember I was talking one day and there was a couple girls in there I remember this this one girl and she goes you know Randy when when I was nine years old my grandfather told me he was going to teach me how to take care of men and he started raping me. At nine years old, his grandfather, mm. her grandfather was doing Not even of age to understand. Right. And then, so she went and told mom, and mom says, you're lying. If he did that to you, you must have wanted to be a little whore. And then started slapping her around. Now, what's a child supposed to do? People will always say, I mean, I can even remember when some of the actresses came out. How come they didn't say nothing earlier? Why aren't they, you know, why are they waiting now? Because we're scared to death. There's yeah. There's there's, there's reasons, consequences yeah, of speaking yeah. your truth. Absolute Yeah, exactly. And that's the, that's the part that people run in fear from. Yeah, people would ask me all the time, and I and, and I got <laughs> I had the cops calling me one time because I was calling the truth. I got I almost got killed one time because I was telling the truth. Yeah. Right? So why would you? So, why would you? Yeah, yeah, say anything. You don't say anything. Yeah. It's just better off. So, and the last one we got is um the pediatrics. The official journal of the American Academy of Pediatrics reports that the rate of child abusers appears to be constant across sexual orientations. In other words, if X percent of men are child abusers, that percentage will also will apply to all men, both heterosexual and homosexual. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just... It, Straight across the board. I mean, you got to put them all in one bucket. I think, yeah, we can't pick and choose who we no. think it could be. Uh, you know, it's a lot of times it's the the surprise is the one that, that you would think the least would be doing the abuse. Yeah. And, you know, this we're talking about this, the sexual abuse specifically in this, but as far as the perpetrators. But when we talk about general abuse, the emotional, the physical that comes in all shapes and sizes just as much. And um, it's the same people in their lives. It could be a parent. It could be a step parent. It could be a teacher. Unfortunately, we've seen that as well. Um, so it's not just the sexual abuse, but it's, it's all abuses are affected by that same population of people. Yeah. And, and, and actually it's one of the things I did when I, when I got sober and then when I started following God and got back in the church, I, I had scripture used against me all the time, especially the rod and Growing staff. Up, yeah. I mean, that was huge, you know. And so what I wanted to do when I when I started this this journey, I go, okay, I want to see what the Bible really does say about abuse, right? And, I, and I'm telling you that too many people will listen to their pastor, which, okay, but they take their word for gospel 
instead of doing their own research, digging deep, finding out what all this stuff means. Yeah. Because there are severe consequences in the eyes of God for abusing a child. Mm -hmm. I, for and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a separate live feed on this here probably in a week or two. I'm putting all my stuff together right now about the scripture and and how it's it's just a it just blows me away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, you no. know, people are running from God right now. Well. I wonder why. Wonder why. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. There's so, many reasons, but this is a big reason, right? It's, there, so. it's one of the biggest ones. Yeah. So, you know, again, these subjects this month of April, we have to speak it. We have to put truth out there. We have to put awareness out there. Even in the difficult conversations, if we only help one person, then we've done our job. Right. And if right. one person is listening and they identify with this, and they reach out. Now, all of a sudden, our little branch has, has grown. We've, we've sprouted a little bit more. Pebble effect. And it's that pebble effect. Yep. Exactly. It's planting the seeds. And then all of a sudden, that pebble effect reaches another person. Or that seed starts sprouting. And maybe you don't know of anybody right now. But maybe six months, a year, two years from now, this podcast comes to mind. Because all of a sudden, you have somebody in your circle that has been abused you're going to remember this so it's about education it's about being aware and it's about knowing as much as you can on this on this topic and, so that you can help others if they, if they missed last week's i suggest they go back and yeah. listen to that one that's really valuable because it, we talk about the signs to look for right mm -hmm. and again the signs to look for are there it doesn't 100 guarantee that they're being abused but it's signs that you need to start watching and asking questions about yeah if you don't know them it, it makes it very hard to help anybody right. so i you know again thank you for for doing this randy i, yeah. I know this is dear to your heart yeah. um and it's 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 not easy but it's necessary let's yeah. put it that way so thank you all for listening um before we close out i just want to go through a couple of our little things our call to action this month is to tag a friend just as we've been talking about um we ask that you follow us on our social medias both instagram and facebook um we post uh each week different encouraging quotes up there tag a friend to that quote share it with somebody um also, uh, when we post the uh, the podcast each week, spread and share that out with somebody as well. Um, our podcasts are released on Spotify every Monday. And so we ask that you uh, follow us on Spotify so that we can build that platform. The, the more we build the platform, the more people we reach. And that's the important part of that. Um, I also want to offer our freebie this month. If you go to the life coaching website, changeyourlifestorynow.com, there is a link there where you can put your contact information and we will send you a hard, excuse me, a paperback, but a, a real book of Randy's book, Healing the Wounded Child Within. Um, you can also find all of our coaching uh, packages that are there, the different things that we offer both in marriage um, if there is a journey of abuse that you need to work through, um, if there is marriage uh, relationship issues, whether it's individual or a couple, maybe you have addiction that you need to work through, all of our coaching packages are available at changeyourlifestorynow.com. So we encourage you to go there. There's some testimonies in there that'll kind of give you an idea of uh, what we've done and how we've helped others in the past as well. And then our my final push is for the Courageous Healers Foundation, which is our nonprofit. 
And uh, we help those that heal from their past traumas, whether it be child abuse traumas, whether it be uh, relationship traumas, marriage, family, et cetera. And we can't do that without your help. Um, we asked if you can make any financial donation, you can go to courageoushealers.org, click on the donation button. It gives you an option for one-time donation, or perhaps you can set up for a monthly, it could be $5, it could be $10. That $5, that $10, that $100, whatever you're able to donate definitely goes to a good cause of helping somebody else. And it's almost like, you know, what we do biblically is that we, we tithe to bring joy to God. Right. And when you're able to donate, you're bringing joy not only to yourself, but you're helping other people to receive joy which in their healing, brings. which brings help to them. And it's just, it's that snowball yeah, effect. Add to God too. Bring yeah, God love God loves a happy and healthy giver. <laughs> so yeah, we ask yeah. that you do that. If you're not in the finances, if finances aren't in order for you, don't worry about that. Um, just we ask that you keep the Courageous Healers Foundation in prayer so that we can continue to reach those that need um their healing journey to get started as well. Yes, and I got um also if you're in the Southern California region or even here in the Phoenix area, um a good friend of mine, Patrice Kindler, along with Truther, um, they are having a peaceful protest Tuesday, April 18th at 5 p.m. It's protect the innocent, stop the sexualization of our children. Drags an adult lifestyle and inappropriate for any child under the age of 18. Call the action counter protest. This will be a peaceful demonstration. Stand up for our local children. Come out and support the cause to impose age restrictions, location and locations on drag shows and drag story time. Um, they do have, oh, it's across the street from the Marilyn Monroe statue down there in downtown uh, Palm, Springs. Palm Springs. And here's the, uh, here's the, the website, www.pcfie.netxenon.com. Okay, um, so if you're down in that area, Tuesday night, the 18th at 5 p.m., go down there and support their cause. That's a good cause. We got to we got to protect our children from what's going on in this world today. Yeah. Um, that's everything, honey. Is that everything? That is good. That's everything, huh? All right. So we thank you for joining us on this episode uh, again. And again, we know this is a very difficult topic to, to be discussing, but. You know, there's a there's a, a scripture in the Bible, and I got it right here. Right, got it right. Proverbs thirty one eight nine. So speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Mm -hmm. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. That's good. And I am the voice for the voiceless victims in this world and you can be too yeah absolutely. just by absolutely. getting involved just absolutely. by getting involved so, so we thank you for joining us we'll see you on our next episode we'll be um, talking about how we can help on our next episode so we look forward to that remember nobody tells they love you today randy does kathy does and more importantly god does be blessed everybody and have a fabulous fabulous week we love you This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday.
please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>